0: Hi, this is Jovi. This is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories. Stories. Guys, this is a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink. It just happens to be water tonight. And we take turns telling each other the stories that keep each other's up at night. Yes, what you said. No, no. We take turns telling each other the stories that keep (laughs) us up at night, not each other's. (laughs) I got distracted by your Gatorade. I'm
1: sorry. Jovi's
0: having Gatorade. I'm having a water.
1: I am. I just wanted to share because I always have water. You do. So when I don't, it's exciting. And I don't know what is with me, but when last time I went food shopping, I was like, I want Gatorade, but not just any Gatorade. I want the Frost Gatorade because that that, is the blue Frost. The best one. I actually, the purple Mm -hmm. one's my favorite, but they didn't have the purple one. No perp. No perp. So I went with the blue because that's my second favorite.
0: Gotcha. So you know what I've been like soups into lately? Hmm. So you know I'm not a big soda drinker, right? Right, right. Um, but and I, I may have mentioned this in the podcast. I did, I did talk about this. Starry. Oh, yeah. Cause remember you got it with I um, got that. I was trying to get that with my Taco Bell, and they gave yes. me that disgusting, like high C bullshit. That you drank anyway, because and it was disgusting yeah but you i hated every it. second of it no
1: you, know. but you did but you kept drinking it though i know
0: but i hated every second of it i made faces every single <laughs> sip
1: i know you did um,
0: but i'm still obsessed with starry it's still great
1: yeah i haven't yeah. had it yet i can't wait to try good. it good i like I look it forward i look forward
0: to it non-sponsored content but i love We've... me some Starry. yeah <laughs> non-sponsored I mean,
1: con we we can be sponsored
0: hey i will fully accept a sponsorship by <laughs> starry at this accept. point,
1: I would accept any sponsorship. Well, no, that's not true. Not anyone. I will.
0: Yeah, I will accept a sponsorship from water,
1: <laughs> water, water. So, are you watching anything true
0: crimey? Reading anything true
1: crimey? Anything new that you want to share?
0: I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Um, I am at night. My sleepy time thing that I'm watching is harry potter i'm revenging i am during the day watching new girl nice uh because it makes me laugh and we all need a chuckle and the only other thing that i'm doing besides work is schoolwork lame so yeah super lame I just don't have, I think, the mental bandwidth right now for anything more labor-intensive mentally oh, than yeah. shit that I've seen before that puts me like in a relaxed state of mind. So I get that. it's like work stuff, um, and then ho- schoolwork stuff, and then it's something that's just gonna make me laugh and take my mind off of all the ridiculousness that I'm dealing with. So,
1: no, that hey, that makes complete and mm. total
0: sense, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: but. But yeah, no, I'm in I'm in that that same boat, just comfort shows. And Mm -hmm. that's that's it. Like I was actually saying to my fiance, I was like, I want to start going back to the movies. I want to go Mm -hmm. see I want to go sit in the movie theater and I want to watch a new movie. We come here to be entertained. Right. It's like
0: Nicole Kidman impression. That was good.
1: That was good. But no, I just I I miss that, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I just I miss going to the movies.
0: I will tell you, I've actually, I have been going out a lot recently though. Nice. Which is not like me. Um, I've been enjoying it. I'm not like complaining, but I have been going out a lot recently. So I'm actually really looking forward to this weekend because I don't have anything planned.
1: Mm.
0: And I'm trying to like keep it that way. Yeah. no, Because it's been consistent from the big, like basically the beginning of April till this past week that we've, I've had plans every single weekend out of the house so Mm -hmm. i'm very much looking forward to having a nice chill weekend at home this weekend um and i might actually wind up um true criming it up a little this weekend because i should have my schoolwork done before the weekend starts so nice yeah that's kind of my mental game plan that's a good game
1: plan I, i i approve of that game plan thanks very nice. A little birdie told me and uh-huh. I hope it's true. Do you have like a full story for us today?
0: I have a full ass motherfucking story for us what? today.
1: Charlie, yes. you spoil us
0: so. I do. I do. <laughs> um, this story is so insane that I actually titled it, Man That's Fucked Up.
1: <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man that's fucked (laughs) up
0: it is fucked up the story (laughs) is fucked up at every turn from beginning to end fucked up at every turn so all
1: right
0: hold on to your tits oh Uh, i'm
1: holding on to them nice and tight
0: this one is is a rough one so i have three sources this evening the first one is the poughkeepsie journal the second is the new zealand herald which weird i know because this took place in america but Okay. a resource okay. is a resource right exactly. um, and e-news online okay Okay. alright so here we go let's jump in in 1995 a 15 year old girl named Alyssa meets a 20 year old man Stephen Plato on the internet mm. in January 1998 Alyssa gives birth to their daughter and names her Denise so yeah Obviously not a great situation from the very beginning. No. Um, Steven and Alyssa. So Steven is 20. Alyssa is 15. Like I said, they meet online and of course start an illicit relationship. It's volatile from the very beginning. Um, But like I said, within just a few years, Alyssa, uh, Alyssa is pregnant. And in January, 1998 gives birth to their daughter. Names her Denise. Well, when Denise was only eight months old, the couple put her up for adoption. Okay. And one of the main reasons for choosing this route for baby Denise was due to Alyssa's belief that Stephen was abusive towards their baby. Okay. Allegedly, he would pinch the baby so often and so hard that she was left covered in black and blues. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He also, according to Alyssa would get so frustrated by her crying that he would put her in a cooler.
1: I'm sorry. What? A cooler. Like, like, like a cooler like to bring a, to the beach? Yeah, like an igloo cooler. Oh, no.
0: Yeah. Um. So not great. So they oh. put the baby up for adoption. Like I said, she was only eight months old. The baby was adopted by Anthony and Kelly Fusco and was renamed Katie. So her name now is Katie Fusco. Okay. By all accounts, the Fuscos provide a very normal and comfortable environment for Katie to be raised in. Um, but when she turns 18 in 2016, she decides that she wants to meet her birth parents. Oh, boy. She tracks down Stephen and Alyssa, who are at this point now married. Oh really? um, And, yes, and the parents to two young girls. So they have two other children together married. Okay. So she messages the two of them on social media and the Playdohs agree to meet with her and we're incredibly happy for the the group of them to reunite. Mm. So rather than head to college, Katie makes the move from her home in Dover, New York to the Playdohs home near Richmond, Virginia. Oh boy. The Fuscos were initially very wary of this decision Katie was making but ultimately supported it. When Katie gets to the house, the Playdolls' marriage was already quite rocky. Stephen and Alyssa were sleeping in separate rooms and had decided to separate. According to Alyssa, Stephen had been emotionally and verbally abusive to her for years. She said she was always, quote, on eggshells and that there was a lot of yelling and things being smashed, including in front of their other children. So not exactly a peaceful household. No. When Katie arrives, Alyssa states that she had told Katie that Stephen had abused her as an infant, but Katie did not seem concerned. Alyssa states that once Stephen meets Katie, his demeanor completely changed. He begins to dress differently. He starts wearing like skinny jeans and form-fitting shirts. He shaved his beard. He grew out his hair. And after only six weeks of living with the play Steven Stephen sleeps on the floor of Katie's bedroom.
1: Red flags? Mm.
0: So, okay. mm-hmm. so, Alyssa confronts Stephen after the second night in a row of his sleeping on Katie's floor, and he tells her it wasn't any of her business, and he angrily leaves the house with Katie in tow. Huh. Not long after, in November of 2016, the couple, le- the couple legally separate, and Alyssa moves out of the house. Alyssa and Stephen now have joint custody of their two minor children. Um. Alyssa tells police she found out on May in May of 2017 that Katie was pregnant. No,
1: <gasps> no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no. Mm-mm. yeah. Mm-mm. Sorry, Mm-mm. but yeah. Mm-mm. Wow. She'd- Alyssa had read a passage in her 11 year old daughter's journal that mentioned the pregnancy and the fact that Stephen had told her and her sister to start calling Katie their stepmom the journey and the journey well I said Journey so journey, <laughs> journal the journal entry read quote my dad calls her baby also his baby my dad even says she's my stepmom WTF he doesn't even want me to say or call her sister anymore I I don't Yep. Okay,
1: okay, yep. oh, okay,
0: okay. when Alyssa confronts Stephen about it he she was hysterical. She said that she was screaming at him, and all he states to that to her was that the two of them were in love <laughs> so she says, quote, I started screaming. I was just cursing him out. How could you you're sick? She's a child like, um she's not just a child, she's, she's your, your child.
1: you're dead. she's That's- your
0: biological child, you fucking. Disgusting, disgusting bastard
1: human being, yes. Wow,
0: yeah, wow. Alyssa calls authorities on Stephen, and not long after the two of them were officially divorced legally, okay. she also gets a restraining order out against Stephen after she called the authorities and called the uh to report the incestuous relationship.
1: Probably very smart on her end, considering how violent he's. Obviously, she knows how past. violent he could
0: get. Yeah, yeah. Just two months later, Stephen and Katie illegally obtain a marriage license. The paperwork filed false claim that the two were unrelated, and they were married on July twentieth, twenty
1: seventeen. I I am so grossed out right now. So okay, wait, wait, wait. Now, now, my question, my question is, mm-hmm. what does Katie have to say about all this? like does she know you'll see very soon (laughs) she obviously knows that's her biological parents because she went to go see them Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering is he lying to her saying oh you're not my daughter by blood oh no she
0: knows she knows Oh my god okay Um, Their baby boy, Bennett, was born on September 1st of that same year. And Katie and Steven started posting pictures all over social media of the two of them holding the baby and boasting their happy and loving relationship.
1: No, 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 no,
0: no. So, yeah, I know. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. Not long after the baby was born, the family moved to North Carolina, but the honeymoon was cut short, uh, because Stephen and Katie were arrested on charges of incest, adultery, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Ah, ah. well, that didn't take very long. Did not take very long at all. Um, Bennett was placed in Steven's mother's custody. Okay. Um, the two of them, uh, the two of them did not enter a plea at their arraignment in February. Um, And not long after Katie, both of them had been released on bond. Now Alyssa believes that Katie was being manipulated by her father slash husband and (laughs) stated that in her opinion, she would have liked to have seen her get help rather than jail time. Yeah. But um, you know, obviously definitely not up to Alyssa for sure. No, but unfortunately neither of those things would happen for Katie. So after Katie was released on bond, she winds up moving back in with the Fuscos in upstate New York. Okay. Um, there was a preliminary hearing for her case scheduled on April 23rd, 2018, but on April 12th, just 11 days before she was set to appear in court, Katie and her adoptive father, Anthony, were discovered shot to death in his truck in Connecticut. Shut the fuck up. It gets worse. Oh, my God. Okay, continue. Okay. Oh. Not long after the gruesome discovery, a New York State probation officer sees Stevens' Blue Honda Odyssey in Dover, New York, just a few mile, miles from the crime scene, on idling on the side of the road. When emergency services arrive, they find Stephen dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Oh, my God. It gets worse. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. According to police, Stephen used an assault style weapon to fire on Katie and Anthony when they were stopped at an intersection. Are you yeah. serious? Uh huh. Stephen then turned the gun on himself, but the horror was not over.
1: <laughs>
0: in the meantime, as all of this is happening, the discovery of these bodies is happening. Stephen's mother, Grace, calls 911 down in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. She tells the dispatcher that Stephen had called her and told her he, quote, left the baby dead. I'm sorry, what? So even though Bennett was in Grace's custody, there was no court order forbidding Stephen from seeing the baby. (sighs) The night before the murders, Katie had broken up with Stephen. (sighs) He became completely distraught and killed Bennett. He hid his body in a closet at his home in New- in North Carolina, then got in his car, traveled to Dover, New York the next day to carry out the shootings that left Katie Anthony and himself dead. Oh, my God. Yep. Um, Stephen's call to his mother came just before he killed himself. He instructed her to call police and to not go to the house herself.
1: Oh, well. That was yeah. very nice of him, I guess. How, how lovely,
0: how sweet. right? How, how lovely. sweet
1: and thoughtful. Hmm. I know, the best. Oh my God. Mm-hmm.
0: Police say that Grace, who was obviously completely and utterly distraught, had last seen Bennett alive the night of April 11th oh. when Stephen came to pick the child up, telling his mother that he had planned to Skype with Katie that night, even though he wasn't supposed to have contact with her, per the terms of his bond.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: around midnight police state steven called his mother and said he was going to take bennett to new york and then at 7 a.m he called again and said that they were almost arrived they were almost arriving at their destination
1: oh god
0: yeah according to police he called for the last time at 8 45 a.m and that is when he gave his mother the news of his crimes
1: jesus christ that fucking crazy that is insane
0: fucking crazy insane i know so once she was informed of all that had transpired Alyssa had to break the news to her daughters that she shared with stephen that their father their big sister and their baby nephew were all dead
1: that's a shitty thing
0: to do yeah oh no when they asked why or I'm sorry. This is a quote. Quote. When they asked why, I told them that their father had killed them all and then killed himself. I've never seen such shock on children's faces before. Just absolute devastation. You like know, I'm sorry. She. I can't blame her for just being like, "Well, your father's a piece of fuck shit." Yeah, I was just going to say. Your that. father like, took all of them away from you. So
1: i I'm, yeah. I'm very. I applaud her for being mm-hmm. upfront and telling them the truth and not sugarcoating it because you know what? They uh-huh. deserve to know the truth. They deserve
0: to know what trash he is yep wow Um, i know yeah katie bennett and anthony fusco were laid to rest laid to rest on april 21st at saint charles barremo church in dover plains new york Alyssa did not go to the funeral services she said that she didn't want to draw any more media attention than there already was um but she did send flowers um she said that she held a private vigil with friends to mourn the passing of her daughter. She says that she now lost three times mm. and her first grandson. That's sad, right. When you that's really think sad. about it, that's yeah. really fucking sad. That's really sad. She oh stated my that God, I know. I know. I know. Um, She stated that she has no plans in marking the death of her ex-husband, seeing his passing as a relief to her and her surviving daughters. Amen. She said that she had lived in fear from the day she called the cops about the incest and took out a protective order against Stephen, like I said. Um, Smart. This is a long quote from her, but. I appreciated her thoughts so quote it's been a difficult roller coaster of emotions because i'm so devastated by the loss of katie and her adoptive dad and the baby but it's such a relief that i don't have to look over my shoulder anymore to see if steve is there every single day i've played out in my head what if he's in the back of my jeep getting ready to shoot me Mm -hmm. sometimes i had such horrible paranoia that i had to stop whatever i was doing and drive home to make sure everything was okay yeah she says that if any good can come from the senseless murder of these three people and shattered li- sh- and the shattered lives left behind, that the authorities confronted with incest should learn the lessons from the infamous Platel case. Yep. She says, quote, I want them to overthink. I want them to err on the side of caution. I want them to err on the side of the protection of the child. Mm-hmm. Um, also quote from her quote, if you're talking to someone on the internet and you're dating someone and it doesn't feel right, they are treating you badly, or you're constantly trying to make sure you don't set them off. That's not normal. It's not healthy. And no one should have to put up with that.
1: Amen. And like, she learned that firsthand and it's good Uh that she learned that lesson, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she did it, but she was also young. She didn't know any better, but she learned and she got out of that situation.
0: The whole thing is, is she was, also a minor victim yeah a groomed victim of Stephen plato like yeah yes katie wasn't was 18 when all this went down like when she by the time she passed she was 20 so all of this happened in the two years of her turning 18 to 20 that he completely flipped her life upside down and then killed her yep um, it's just pure manipulation and grooming and this just awful, disgusting, pedophilic behavior. And it's a pattern. It's a very obvious pattern.
1: For sure. And he did us all, he did everybody a favor by taking himself out too. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, thanks. Uh-huh. Thanks, buddy. That's the best thing that you could do. <laughs> Appreciate thanks it. Help-
0: thanks for helping us out. Yep. Yep wow but, yeah dude. so that's my story man that's fucked up
1: that is the gr- that title is very very accurate mm-hmm. god damn there were so many twists and turns with that uh-huh wow and that nuts yes just yes mm-hmm. good lord well shit mm-hmm. that's so sad that's so sad i know i know Fucking AOL. I blame AOL.
0: <laughs> it all comes back to those all... AOL
1: chat rooms. Yep. ASL, baby. ASL. HX <laughs> location. HX
0: <Asex> location.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, damn, Charlie. Thank you for telling us that fucking insane story. You're um welcome. You're welcome. I I am very sad for all the victims. minus is Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, I could care less. It's one less disgusting person we have on the planet. One less
0: disgusting pedophile kind of to ruin it for everybody. Yep. yep. I don't mm-hmm. care if that
1: sounds harsh because I mean it. Um, <laughs> with all that being said... If you have your own thoughts on this Mm. story or if you know of a story that's similar that happened in your area or if you have story suggestions or you want to say hi or anything like that, you could email us at bedcrimestoriespod at Mm gmail.com. You could also stalk us on social media on Mm -hmm. Instagram at bedcrimestories. Yes. And you could absolutely slide into our DMs there as Mm -hmm. well. And wherever you are listening, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to tell every single one of your friends. That way, we could all have a powwow and maybe have a bonfire and roast some marshmallows. Because who doesn't like s'mores? I and love smores. I know me too. Remember those big ass marshmallows that we tried to make s'mores with?
0: Yes, <laughs> I do.
1: <laughs> they were like literally the size of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I'm not even kidding. They were huge. Exact- there were the huge uh, mm-hmm. da, 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 um tell a friend. Also, we tell you this every week. We will never stop. Do us all a favor, do everybody in the world a favor. Please be kind. Be the band-aid. We need this. We mm-hmm. we need kindness. Spread kindness, spread love. What the world needs. Need I think
0: I've done that multiple times. I don't care. Because the world does need love, sweet it love. It does.
1: It does. But that's kind of like me with the hello. Yeah, exactly. In the beginning. So it, it is what it is. Sure. And we love you guys so, so much. We mm-hmm. thank you for, for listening as always. We hope you have a good night, day, week, weekend, bar mitzvah, whenever you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all next week. But until then...